Busted by Stigi909. We were both in our mid-forties. For Christ's sake, this isn't how it's supposed to go. I was led out of the public restroom with my hands cuffed behind my back, dreading the ridicule that would inevitably follow. Shit, would I become a convicted sex offender? But I'm a nice guy. No, I really am. One of the good guys. Apart from my high sex drive, I'm about as far from being a pervert as it's possible to be. Well, that used to be the case before I met Joe. Damn, you need a woman, said my friend Andy. Seeing me watching the pretty girls walking by the park bench we were sat at, eating a burger during our lunch break, I smiled and nodded, knowing he was right. I'd been single for, Jesus, nearly a year. My last long-term relationship ended in a teary farewell when my girl had decided to take a job abroad. Sure, there'd been a few dalliances since then, but nothing like what I'd had and really wanted again. Then came Joe. Hmm, let me rephrase. Have you seen the new girl, asked Andy, continuing our bench conversation. I bet she's a little demon between the sheets. You, you should ask her out. Maybe she's desperate too. Thanks for the vote of confidence, I replied and stood gently on his toe. We both laughed until Andy said, no, seriously, she's a stunner and I've heard she's single. What have you got to lose? I stroked my chin pensively and to wipe a little mustard from my beard. Yeah, you're right. I should. She's looked over to me a few times, and if you're sure she's single, I'll ask her out on Friday. a boy, said Andy. We can't have your cock shriveling up and falling off, can we? You might be old, but you're not too old just yet. I stood on his toe again, and Andy sniggered. He loved to wind me up about my age, as I was nearly ten years older than him. But there was definitely some life left in this forty-something. Now I had to prove to Andy and myself that I was equal to the challenge. I used to get very nervous before asking a girl out, overthinking things and focusing on the likely refusal rather than the potential agreement. Once I realized that women like confident guys uh, consciously flipped this attitude around and it had been a revelation. Even picking girls up in a bar, something I used to be terrible at, became a breeze. I'd had many a brief fling or one-night stand from simply appearing confident when asking a woman to dance or to go out for dinner. One time, I was so successful, we ended up fucking in my car. That was that very evening, but that's another story. Friday came around, and I made it my business to be close to Joe throughout the day. I helped her with a spreadsheet she was working on, made her coffee while she incorporated my suggestions into her work, and was generally around being a good colleague. I knew she wouldn't be surprised when I asked her out. Women have the sixth sense when it comes to these things, and she hadn't put up any barriers so far. Time to pounce. So, Joe, it's Friday, and I have no plans for the weekend. I hope you haven't either, and we can go out for dinner tonight. It's the least I can do, because I'm sure you want to thank me for being an awesome friend today. This might sound cheesy to you, but I was confident and sincere in my approach. Looking her straight in the eyes, she held my gaze, and her face remained impeccable. She was teasing me, and I was so relieved when her face broke into a beaming smile. Ha! You cheeky sod, she replied. Go on, then. I'll bite. Shall we go straight from here, or will you pick me up later? Bingo! And she was keen, too. 
I picked her up from her place around 7.30 and our date went very well. I dropped her home around 11.30 and made no attempt to go into her apartment. She gave me a peck on the cheek and said, that was a lovely evening. If you like, you can come around on Sunday and I'll cook you lunch. So it began. Joe and I became an item pretty soon afterward. And I'm happy to report her sex drive was as high as mine. Compatibility is important, don't you think? Not only did we make love frequently, she seemed to like all the things I liked and was always keen to experiment with new things, toys, bondage, cyber sex, when we weren't apart, all great fun. Then the fateful day arrived. We had always enjoyed a bit of heavy petting in the car, and one evening we were in the local park and the urge overcame us, leading to a knee-trembling quickie behind the large oak tree. I was apprehensive and thought of being caught terrified me. The thing is, the same thought aroused Joe beyond anything we had done before. Later that night, we were back in the privacy of our bedroom, lying naked beside each other on our huge bed. Joe said, oh my God, Matt, when you fucked me up against the tree, I was really hoping we'd get caught. It was so hot. I came much quicker than usual. Didn't you think it was hot too? I rolled my eyes and replied, honestly, Joe, you're such a dirty slut. I could see how up for it you were. And yes, that did make it hotter. Joe looked up, me frowning. Dirty slut, eh? You've never complained about me being a dirty slut before. I knew she was teasing me, but I wanted to make sure she knew I was teasing her too. I'm not complaining now either, I replied. But I do have a reputation to maintain. You know, if we'd been caught, my career as an all-around nice bloke would be shattered. Joe's frown broke into her trademark dazzling smile. All-around horny fucker, you mean? I took that as a compliment, even if it was not intended. Well, with uh, the horny banter and Joe's dazzling smile, my pecker was growing hard and I reached my hand down to feel that Joe was on heat too. The knee trembler we had had earlier had gotten us both horny and ready for more. I spanned myself around, kissed Joe's belly, making her giggle. Then I headed south. Joe purred a hoarse sigh as my lips brushed against her shaven mound and my hands gripped her knees. Pulling her legs apart, I explored down by an inch or so until my lips found what they were looking for, Joe's clit. She was suddenly wet with anticipation of a good pussy licking. I was eager to taste her too, and my cock was aching with a strong erection and was level with Joe's mouth. She loved sucking my cock as much as I loved eating her pussy, and the 69 that followed was sensational, but today it was a little different. Joe was giving me a foul-mouthed commentary as she sucked and stroked me. Imagine, if you will, us lying side by side, my face buried between Joe's legs, my tongue exploring every crevice between her legs and ass cheeks. Joe was noisily slurping on my hard cock, and each time she pulled my cock out of her mouth, she stroked it firmly and recounted our earlier session in the park. Slurp. Oh my God, Matt, your cock is so hard. Mmm, I love your tongue on my clit. Oh yeah, just like that. Are you going to fuck me again like we did earlier? I muttered in muffled sound of agreement as Joe sucked me again. The next time she pulled my cock out, she said, I thought we were going to get caught with your cock inside me. More sucking, and then I saw a guy walking his dog not far from us, and I was praying 
he'd walk our way. She licked the length of my shaft and tickled my balls as she said, if he'd caught us, what would have happened? Maybe he would have joined in and spanked my ass while you fucked me. One, then the other of my testicles were sucked into Joe's greedy mouth. And I was starting to feel the urge to come. Maybe he would have fucked me right after you did. I was so full of your cum, he would have slipped his cock into me easily. That was it for me. I love dirty talk, and at the best of time, and Joe knows it. With an almighty oh fuck for me, I came hard, splattering Joe's face and neck and covering her hands with my sticky semen. As I pushed my tongue into Joe's ass, she let out a gurgle, argh, and then came too, clamping her thighs around my head a little too tightly and rocking back and forth with the power of her spasming body. I wanted to fuck her hard and deep right then, but I needed time to recover. As we lay there, our limbs still intertwined, and Joe's face a sticky mess, we sighed and I reflected on just how much this scenario had aroused her. I have to admit, I was starting to feel the same. The thrill of being caught was already making my cock get hard again, and Joe was quick to make good use of it. As I turned to lie next to her face to face, she turned away from me and ground her ass into my groin, making little Matt throb hard. Joe was so wet that my cock slipped into her easily, and I fucked her from behind, side by side, for as long as I could. Joe bent herself forward so I could get inside of her really deep, and we fucked hard until the inevitable. Joe came first, breathing hard and squealing as her orgasm hit, and this tipped me over the edge, making me come inside Joe's pussy as it contracted, milking me for all I had left. This naughty little slut had caused me to come three times in as many hours. I suspect she had come at least four or maybe five times, too. What was that I said about compatibility? So it continued. The next time we were out in public, was three days later. We were meeting Andy and his girlfriend Tess for a late lunch at an outside eatery overlooking a large lake on the outskirts of town. None of us were driving, so the drinks were flowing, and while we were waiting for the main course to arrive, Joe took my hand and guided it down between her legs. She had a skirt on, which had ridden up as she sat down. We were mid-conversation with Andy and Tess, and I wondered if they noticed me jump as Joe guided my hand lower and I could feel she had no panties on. Not only that, as my fingers curled around, I could feel she was already soaking wet down there. My cock immediately started to grow, and I felt Joe's hand rubbing it through my pants. Just then, the waitress approached us, so we quickly stopped pawing at each other and concentrated on the conversation and the steaming pasta dishes that were placed in front of us. The rest of the afternoon was the full-on anticipation for us both. Andy and Tess had to go at about four to pick up their daughter, and that left a very horny Joe and an equally horny me, wondering how we could continue our naughtiness. I had noticed earlier that there was a large disabled toilet cubicle in between the male and female restrooms. After settling the bill, I asked if Joe needed to use the facilities before we left. She nodded and wandered off towards the restrooms. I followed at a discreet distance, then caught her just before she reached the door to the ladies. The disabled cubicle was vacant, so I caught Joe's arm and in a loud whisper said, Joe, in here with me, and pulled her into the cubicle with me. I didn't have to lock the door behind me before Joe was grabbing at my crotch. 
She reached up and kissed me on the lips and zipped me as she did so and said, fuck me now. She had pulled my cock free from my trousers, so I span her around, lifted her skirt, and plunged into her with all the subtlety of a sledgehammer cracking a peanut. It was so incredibly horny that Joe couldn't stop moaning loudly. I reached around and covered her mouth with one hand as I fucked her hard and fast. This made her moan even more, and she bent right forward, hands against the wall, and pushed her ass back into me with each thrust. We love our quickies almost as much as our long, tender lovemaking sessions. They can be so horny and always leave us wanting more. This time, however, all didn't go to plan. The sight and sound of Joe being fucked from behind would drive any man crazy, and I'm no different. The feeling of her pushing back with each thrust, her fucking me as much as me fucking her, meant I wasn't going to last long. It was the same for Joe. I could feel her rising, her crescendo as well, and at the exact moment, I remembered I hadn't locked the door. Joe squealed. The door swung open. I pulled back, looked to see who had interrupted us, and unleashed a huge torrent of cum. Spurt after spurt shot out of me, and I cursed. Oh, shit. Joe had turned to look and started to giggle as I came, and the face that had interrupted us was not amused. He quickly closed the door, but I knew he was still outside. Giggling like a couple of naughty children, Joe and I quickly straightened ourselves out and cleaned up where we could. The door opened a few inches, then opened fully. When our intruder revealed himself, my heart sank, and Joe muttered, Oh, fuck, under her breath, as we realized uh, he was a policeman. What the fuck, guys? Come on, this is a public restroom. Joe and I studied our shoes, our faces, bright red, the shame starting to engulf us. The worst part was yet to come. Okay, I would expect a couple of kids to behave like this, continued the officer. But you guys, really? Have I stumbled across an affair? You really ought to be more discreet. I'm going to have to take you both in. Christ, you didn't even lock the damn door. We protested, of course. No, no, we're, we're a couple, honest. We're just got the urge, and, and you know... I must have uh, sounded pathetic. I volunteered my ID and gave our names and tried the best to ingratiate myself. Joe just looked sheepish and said nothing. Damn, it was her fault, the horny little slut. And now I was going to be... This is where we came in, so to speak. The policeman cuffed me and led me outside. Fortunately, his car was parked close, so we weren't paraded through the restaurant like a couple of pervy criminals. He bundled us into the back of his car, and as he jumped into the front seat, he muttered, I only stopped for a bloody sandwich and to take a leak. I heard the commotion in the disabled toilet and knew somebody was up to something. I wasn't expecting to find two mature adults fucking like teenagers. And you, you asshole, pointing to me, you nearly sprayed me with cum. Shit, I didn't mean to laugh, but Joe sniggered, and I couldn't help it. Talk about ruining an orgasm. The policeman wasn't even that hot. Fortunately, he had a sense of humor. With Joe sniggering and me laughing out loud, the officer guffawed loudly too. We all laughed long and hard, and when we finally calmed down, I held my wrists up towards him, and while shaking his head, the officer released me from the cuffs and said, Sheesh, I had to lock you two up, but it's Saturday, and now 
I have a great story to tell the lads back at the station. Joe and I looked at each other, and the policeman said, Go on, I'm giving you a break. Get your horny asses out of my car, and don't let me catch you again. Go on now. With a sigh of relief and a thanks, man, from me, Joe and I shot out of the police car and practically ran all the way home. Still giggling, we got to my house, went in and locked the door behind us. I looked at Joe, and she looked at me, and we burst out laughing again, and so it ended. We made a pact that afternoon. No more public fucking. At least not if...